0: Welcome to the official Connection Church podcast, a place where people are being set free. For more information about our faith community, check out our website at ConnectionChurchNC.com. Hey guys, I want to just say one more time hey, Thank you for being here this morning. Can you guys give God praise for allowing us to be here in this place this morning? <laughs> Phenomenal. Yeah, man. How many of you in this room, and go ahead and raise your hand. Um, listen, if you're up here up close and in the front this morning, um, I'm going to have to just go ahead and apologize to you. At the middle school, I know we're further back. My makeup artist didn't do much for me this morning, so you can see all of the imperfections, can't you, Maddie? I hear you. Hey, um, how many of you in this room, and I can see every one of you. I love the closeness. How many of you love K&W Cafeteria? Raise your hand. Cool. How many over here I didn't see? Who am I speaking to? Yeah, I don't care for k and I, I just don't. And really and truly, I haven't even told you why yet. But, um... K and W is is known for its many choices, right? Church, can you guys say choices? Yeah, I mean everybody loves choices. But the reason I do not care for K and W cafeteria is um, because every time that I go through the long line there, and, and as I'm picking what color Jello, like I've never seen so many colors of Jello. You know what I'm saying? But as I get my food. And as I go through, and I've already got my tray full of food, right? So I gotta wait for like the next twenty feet, and I gotta look at the fried chicken, and I gotta look at the stew beef, and I gotta look at the chicken pot pie, and I've gotta look at the fish. And that sounds good, doesn't it? Well, see, here's the problem. At the very beginning, I got anxious, and I grabbed some Jello and some seven-layer salad. I can do some of that, and then I got some fish. For some reason, like I forgot about the chicken pie and all that. So I've got my tray full of fish and chips and tartar sauce and jello. And as I go down the line, I'm seeing all of those beautiful pieces of food. So I had to go up to the line and pay for my fish and chips and tartar sauce. But listen, KW is known for their options, right? Church, can you say options? We love options. Here before too long, you're going to have to be paying attention. We're going to give you another option at this church of what time you want to come and worship. We love options. Some of you got frustrated this morning coming here to church because some of the driveways were coned off and we had only one option for you to come in. How many of you just wanted to run over those cones? It's because you love options. You love options. Hey, that's human nature. But I want to tell you something about options this morning that has trickled its way into the Christian church. And I don't think it's such a good thing. You see, in the church, for way too long, we've taken some of Jesus' commands and some of Jesus' ways And we have made them optional. Over the last few weeks, I don't know if you have caught on to this, but two weeks ago, we we talked about giving a tithe and an offering. I don't think Pastor Bradley will mind this, but two weeks ago, I preached on tithe and offering of giving your money 10%. It's not an option as a Christ follower. The next Sunday, we had the lowest offering we've ever had in church, so... I don't know what that's telling me. Listen, giving, tithing, and offering is not an option, but for some reason we've made it optional. And then last Sunday, we talked about prayer. And listen, as a Christ follower, prayer is not an option. God wants to talk to us. And so this morning, in just the last few minutes of this worship service, I want to tell you about something else that is not an option for those of us who claim Christ as our Savior. And I understand that there may be some people in here who do not have a relationship with Jesus yet. Listen, if you're not a follower of Christ, what I'm getting ready to share with you, listen, it's not for you. What I'm getting ready to share is for those people who have said, Jesus, I am a sinner, and I am one sick individual, and I need a Savior to save me from this life. And so, Jesus, you can have me. And if you've done that in this room, listen, it's not an option that you become a servant of Christ is not an option. I truly think that that's the reason that the Christian church, all of those churches that are in this area, some wonderful people, some wonderful leaders, but I think for too long, the leaders of the church have given you the option that if you love Jesus and if you have time, if you love Jesus and nothing else is on your schedule, if you love Jesus and you think it's going to benefit you, then you can serve. Listen, because we claim the name of Jesus at Connection Church, being a servant of Christ being a servant of your neighbor, being a servant of this community is no longer an option. I think, because I'm guilty of what I'm getting ready to say, I think that we've had the mindset in the church that, hey, you know what? Somebody else will show them Jesus, right? Somebody else will love them. Somebody else will visit them. Somebody else will clothe them. Someone else will feed them. And here we sit in the year 2013. And we have thousands, listen to me, thousands of people in this beautiful community who have never experienced what you are experiencing here this morning. And it's not a great church service. That's not what we're wanting you to experience. We're wanting you to experience the presence and the power and the love of God. But somebody else will show them. that's so contrary to Scripture. You see, Jesus, Jesus was the only one ever who could have sat down and been served. How many of you ever go to Carter Brothers? Carter Brothers is good to us. Yeah, preach. Isn't it wonderful when you go to Carter Brothers and sit down and those wonderful waitresses, what do they do? They come to your table and you're seated and they serve you. We have one of the servants here at our church. And I love being waited on. I love it. My wife says I love it too much because she has just taken a stand against it. And it's all good, I mean. But Jesus is the only one in history who could have sat down and been served. But you know what Scripture says? Scripture says in Matthew 20, Verse 28, it says, Just as the Son of Man, who is Jesus, did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. And so here at this place of worship called Connection Church, Because we claim the name of Jesus, we all, every single one of us that calls this place home, we are to serve. And that's not an option. I remember back in my high school days, I used to like to wear a gold chain. Started growing some chest hair about the 10th grade, and it started getting caught in it. And so I didn't, actually my girlfriend at the time, who's now my wife, did not like my gold chain, so I took it off. But I also like to wear um, this gold Rolex. Now, it wasn't real. It was fake. It was from the streets of New York City. But it still looked like a gold Rolex, right? I mean, I was blinging before bling was even in. Like, I was walking the halls of this school blinging out. Only thing I did not have was any gold teeth. But I did. I had this fake gold Rolex watch that my mom had gotten me on a trip to New York. And I'd wear that thing, and it was a little too big for my wrist. But listen, it looked good from afar, And it kept time for just a little while. Like, it didn't keep time long. And so, if you got really up close to my faux Rolex, you could tell that it was a fake, right? Guys, I want to tell you this morning, from afar, this place looks amazing, like People riding down the road right now are wanting, listen, they're wanting to know what's going on at this school today. They are. But guess what happens at about 1230 today, church? The faux Rolex watch. It doesn't only just stop working, it disappears At 12.30 today, Church, Connection Church is not going to be in this building. Our flags are going to be gone. Our cones are going to be gone. These cool lights and these cool TVs and all of this stuff is going to be non-existent. And if we live only for this moment, we're no better than my fake Rolex watch. Because eventually what's going to happen, our people are going to start to see us a little bit closer. They're going to get maybe even on the inside of this place. Oh yeah, they preach that they're generous. Oh, yeah, they preach that they're prayer warriors. Yeah, they preach about serving this community. But where are they? Once 1230 on Sunday morning comes around. You see, listen, if service and if being a servant of Christ is just faux or fake. Guys, it's not going to last. You see, being a follower of Jesus Christ is not some hat that we put on one day and take off the next. You see, being a servant of Christ is a mindset. It is a natural reaction of a Christ follower. You're looking today at the restaurant when you go eat. You're looking for those people you can serve. Because you're going to be generous to whoever's waiting on your table. You see, we can act like we're servants of Christ. But if we're simply going through the motions because that's what the preacher said, then guys, it is not going to make an impact on this community i got eight real quick sentences that I want you to look at. There's a man by the name of Richard Foster. He's an author. He's a theologian. He's much smarter than I am. He's the one who came up with these, not me. But guys, there's a difference between you, those of you who want to serve because it's the cool thing to do, and those of you who simply just ooze service. Because you're a follower of Christ. The first one is this. We're going to look at them on the screen. Self-righteous service. The fake, faux, Rolex kind of service comes through human effort. True service comes from being in Christ. The second one. The faux kind of service is impressed with the big deal. True service finds it almost impossible to distinguish the small from the large service. Leave that one up there a second. You, as a servant of Christ, are important. We're going to talk here in just a second. Some of you may not have a platform. Some of you may not even feel that important in your community. Some of you may be brand new to this community. Scott, no one knows me. I went to the circus a few years ago. I've told this before, but it is so true. I went to the circus a few years ago. And they had the clowns and the people in the motorcycles riding in the balls. You know what I'm talking about? How dumb are they? They had all of those cool things flashing and lights going and people juggling. But I took my eye off of all of the flash and the pizzazz for just a minute. And I looked over to where the ginormous elephants were. And I saw a person with the mindset that I long to have. You see, this person was doing a job, and he was not concerned with the big deal. He was one of these true servants who find it almost impossible to distinguish the small from the large. I saw this person over by the elephants, and this person was scooping the poop of the elephants. I want that mindset that even if these lights aren't on me, even if these lights aren't on you, I'm willing to do the job. Because I'm going to tell you, if the guy scooping the poop was not doing his job and he was focused on that clown who's always got the spotlight on him. Those clowns and those pretty little ballerinas and the lion tamer. Guys, it was going to be a mess if he wasn't doing his job. I want that mindset. No matter how big or small, Hey, church, we're here to serve, and that's not an option. Look at the third one. Mm. Self righteous service requires external rewards, true service rests contented in hiddenness. Hey, listen, I'm going to go ahead and say a big thank you to all of you who sweated in this place last night. I'm going to miss someone who worked hard. I'm going to be working hard, but I'm doing it not because I want a pat on the back, but because this is what Jesus designed us to do. It's okay if nobody tells me thank you. The next one. Self-righteous service is highly concerned about results. True service is free of the need to calculate results. Look at the next one. Mm. Self-righteous service picks and chooses whom to serve. You see, our boy Richard Foster was being very politically correct when he wrote this statement. Listen, here's what he's basically saying. You ready? Hey, church, because we're servants of Jesus Christ, we're not going to be racists. This community that you are in has changed Listen, it's not changing, it has changed. If you haven't seen that, you haven't gotten out into this community. And so we are not going to pick and choose who we are going to serve simply because color of skin, or zip code, or tax bracket. Do you know how we're going to determine who we're going to serve, church. We're going to serve those who are in need. We're going to serve those, whoever Jesus puts in front of us to serve. And so self-righteous service picks and chooses whom to serve. Amen. True service Is indiscriminate in its ministry. The next one. Self righteous service is affected by moods and whims. Here it comes. Listen, I'm not perfect. Don't claim to be, make many mistakes. You see, I don't get a choice if I'm going to serve tomorrow or not. I'm probably going to be a little tired. But me being a servant is not affected by how I feel. I don't have a choice. You see, true service ministers simply and faithfully because there is a need. The next one self righteous service is temporary, true service is a lifestyle. It's just who we are, church. I'm not going there right now. You go home and look it up in Mark chapter 2. There's a story. There's a story about some men. There's four men who picked up a crippled, this crippled man, and they carried him to Jesus. Some of you know this story. Listen, if they had the modern mindset of many church people today, they would have looked at this crippled man and said, somebody else will take care of it. Somebody else will show him Jesus. Hey, church, have I said it enough? Because we claim the name of Jesus we don't have an option. Serving others in this community is just our lifestyle. Last one self righteous service, listen, fractures community, it kills it. I hate to say, but it's killed many churches because we simply sometimes are more focused on ourselves than we are those around us but true service builds community church that's what we're after that's what I love about Jonathan my friend is that we as a church and him as an administrator we share the same vision We want to see children growing up with better futures. And the where and the place that that starts is home with you, mom and dad. So if you can have a better relationship at home, then that benefits your children. It benefits this school. It benefits this community. We, Connection Church, are here to serve people. Because we're going to build community. Just going to ask you to bow your heads as we close here this morning. Scott, I understand you, I've heard you 12 times say that this is not an option. I get that, Scott, but I truly don't know how to serve. Scott, I am simply... I'm a plumber. Scott, I manage a warehouse. Scott, I'm a teacher. Scott, I'm a fireman. Scott, I'm a policeman. Scott, I'm this, and you name it. Scott, I don't have a platform. I'm not sure if anybody is going to listen to me. Do you know that being a true servant of Christ can be done? without uttering one word you see that scripture that i started off this morning with the servant of christ said jesus when did i see you hungry and feed you hey jesus when were you thirsty and did i when did i give you something to drink When did we see you a stranger and invite you in? Jesus, when did I see you naked and give you clothes? Hey, Jesus, when did I see you sick or in prison and go to you? It says here, Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Listen, for those of you doubting right now, that you can become a true servant of Christ, Jesus gives you the answer right here in one word. In one word, Jesus said, whatever you did for the least of these, Jesus said, you did for me. And so teacher... Plumber, carpenter, policeman, whatever you do, whatever you do, whatever. That's what Jesus has called his servants to do. Everything we do, we do it in the name of Jesus. Whatever. You see, we're not going to do nothing We are going to do something. And we are going to serve someone. You see, not is simply not an option. Jesus, thank you.